This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Bruchem Abam. We're continuing in Meseches Kesubais. Daf HaShavua. Simen. Daf Samach Zayin. We begin Samach Vav Omed Beis. The Gemara says that Yochem and Zakai was once leaving Yerushalayim. He was riding on a donkey. He saw a young girl who was collecting barley from the dung of Arab animals. And she said, Rebbe, support me. He says, whose daughter are you? She says, I'm the daughter of Nakdima Ben-Gurion. He says, what happened to your father's money? He said, Rebbe, is it for naught that they give a mashal? Melech mamoin chasar. The salt of money, the preservative of money, is giving it away. My father, apparently what she was uh, getting at was that Nakdima Ben-Gurion did not uh, contribute properly to tzedakah, to which the Gemara asks, two lines from the bottom, Samach Vav Amar Beis, V'nakdimam Ben-Gurion lo'yavad tzedakah, Nakdimam Ben-Gurion did not do tzedakah, V'hatanya we learned in Abraisa, Amru Alav al-Nakdimam Ben-Gurion, they said about Nakdimam Ben-Gurion, Kishahaya yoytze mi beisay lebeis ha-medrash, when he would go, when he would leave his house to the beis ha-medrash, they would spread out under him silk garments. And they would fold it up, meaning, and they would take it. From behind him. So we see that he gave generously to Aniyam. The Aniyam were able to take the silk garments that were in his footsteps. So if you want, you could say, he did that for his own honor. It's interesting. He did that for his own honor. Who cares what if he did that for his honor? What do I mean by that? Kavana is not important when it comes to tzedakah. There's a famous chidosh of Rabbi Yosef Engel that even if you hold mitzvahs trichos kavana, you do not have to have kavana when it comes to tzedakah. Why? Because the mitzvah is not the maisa of giving it. The mitzvah is to benefit the poor. So you think the, the ani cares what your kavana is? Whether you're mechavin l'shem shemayim or not? Or the ani just wants the money. That's why Rabbi Yosef Engel says you don't make a bracha on the mitzvah of tzedakah. Because the purpose of a bracha is to supply kavana. And uh, the, the mitzvah of tzedakah, it's not the maisa nesina. It's not that Hashem wants you to go like this to an ani. That Hashem wants the Ani to have benefit from you. So usually we say that Kavana is not critical. Apparently, in order to have the preservative that money protects, that giving protects your money, you have to do it L'shem Shemaim. Seima, or if you want, you could say Kedabayle Lamevad Layavid. Like he should have done, he didn't do. Kedamri Inshi, like people say, Lafum Gamla Shikhana. In accordance with the camel is the load. So, he gave tzedakah, but he could have done a lot more. Like there's a story about, a, there was an oishar who um, did not have a good ending. And they asked Rabbi Aaron Leib Steinman, but this person was a well-known philanthropist. Why, why didn't it protect him? So Rabbi Steinman said, it's very nice he gave uh, millions of dollars. He could have given hundreds of millions of dollars. He didn't give my sir. 
So it's not a matter of how much you give, it's whether you're giving in accordance with your ability. So, Nakdima Ben-Gurion, he gave generously, but he gave, didn't give what he could have given according to his stature. Tanya, we learned in Abraisa, Amar Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Tzadik, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Tzadik said, Ereb ben I should see consolation. What that means is, it's a euphemism. He's saying, I shouldn't see consolation. Meaning he's promising, he's swearing. That, If I didn't see her, that she was collecting barley, from the hooves of horses, in Akko. Karasi Allah Mikraza, I call on her this Pasik. Imlay Sayyidilah. If you do not know Hayafa Banashim, you most beautiful of women, Tsilah Bikvehatsain, go out in the footsteps of the sheep. Uriyas Gidiyoisayh and graze your kid, your goats. so literally the Pasuk is saying, if you don't know Israel, most beautiful among the nations, what to do? Follow the path of your forefathers. But it's also being read that if you don't know what to do, most beautiful of Nashim, go out in the steps of the sheep and graze your gedi, al-tikri gedi al-gvi-oisach, refers to your body. If you don't place to your heart to Rashi explains, to observe the Torah, tzi'ilach, you're going to eventually go out and have to collect after the sheep. And that's what happened to the daughter of Nakdimon Ben-Gurion, where she, because he could have given more money to tzedakah, so his uh, children uh, suffered. He, he could have done more in accordance with his ability. Amar Rav Shemin Bar Abba Am Rabbi Yechanan. Rav Shemin Bar Abba said the name Rabbi Yechanan. Rav Shemin Bar Abba said the name Rabbi Yechanan. Hechnisa loy zahav shaman oisai. If she brings in gold, we evaluate it. Varehu ke shavio. And it's like its value. You don't add a third. We learned that if you bring cash into a marriage, the fact that he has a right to do that, you evaluate it at 50% more. Because he has the right to profit based on the cash. We also learned that if she brings in Kalim into a marriage, then he takes responsibility for a fifth less. Remember, we learned in the Mishnah. A guy, a woman who brings cash into the marriage, his right to use the cash means he's responsible for 50% more. She brings a million dollars into the marriage, he has to take responsibility for 1.5 million. She brings a refrigerator worth a million dollars, he's taking responsibility for 800,000 because of either depreciation or because it's always evaluated at 20% more. Like a mashal mahadavar doyma, you know, if let's say you live in Cedarhurst and there was a flood in the basement, so the, you know, the insurance company evaluate the loss uh, they don't. They don't quite evaluate the value, the actual value. You know, they uh, they exaggerate the value. So it's what we call standard procedure, and that's that's the same thing in a marriage document. The the contents she brings into the marriage are evaluated at um, 
basically 20% more, so he has to take responsibility for 80%. But if gold is brought into the marriage, it's as exactly as it's valued. You don't add a third, and you don't subtract a fifth. Why? Presumably because gold is not, a, is not exaggerated, the value of it is known, and it also doesn't appreciate in value. Meisvei, well, we're asking a question now in this statement of Rabbi Yechanan. Hazahav harehu kekelem. Gold is like kelem. Mailav kekelem shokesef. Is it not like kelem of silver de pachsi that depreciates? Says Gemara, no. When we say gold is like kelem, it means gold is like kelem of gold. Lo, kekelem shalzahav de lo pachti. Like kelem of gold that d- does not depreciate. So Gemara asks two questions on this. Im Cain, if so, it shouldn't say gold is like Kalem. It should say gold is like its Kalem. Im Cain, kikalev me by It should say it's like its Kalem. Va'oid, Tanya, and further we learned in Abraisa, Zahav, Harehu, kikalem. So, so the first question is, it should say, Zahav, Harehu, Kekei, Love. Va'oid, and further, Tanya, we learned in Abraisa, Zahav, Harehu, Kekelim, Gold is like vessels. Dinre, Zahav, Dinarim of gold, Harehin, Kiksafim, are like money. Dinarim of gold are like money. Now the Gemara is going to, Go back to the beginning of the Bryce. So what does it mean gold is like Kalim? Rabbi Shim Gamliel, Rabbi Shim Gamliel says, The Makam Shanoagu Shaloi Lafartan Shamanoisan Faharehin Bishav Yehen. Rabbi Shim Gamliel says, In a place where the Minhag is, not to Exchange gold into cash. Shamanoisim, they're evaluated. Varehin bishavyehan, and they are as they are valued. So Rav Shem Gamliel says, in a place where the minog is not to exchange gold for money, we evaluate it, and it is what it's worth. Says Gemara Rav Shem Gamliel, Ahai. Rav Shem Gamliel, what is he? Go, what is it going on? What is Rav Shem Gamliel going on? Says Gemara, Ilema If it's going on the Seifa, what does it mean on the Seifa? That Dinre Zahav is like money. So, and Rav Shem Gamliel is saying, in a place where they don't exchange golden kalim, then it's only like their value, and it's not like money that you add a third. So, if it's going on the Seifa, that means the Tanakama holds. There must be the Tanakama holds, even in a place where the Minog is not to exchange them. But they're not exchanged. Meaning like this. What's Roshim Gamliel talking about? Roshim Gamliel says that in a place where they don't exchange the item for money, it does not have a din of money. What's he going on? If he's going on the din rei zahav, where the Tanakhama says that golden kalim are like kesef, are like money. They're, they're liquid. 
The Tanakhama says that golden uh, coins are liquid, and you add a third. So is Rav Shimon Gamliel going on that? And Rav Shimon Gamliel then would be saying that if you don't typically exchange them for money, they're not like money and you don't add a third. So what the Tanakama holds, even though you don't typically exchange them for money, you do add a third? That wouldn't make sense. Halay um, nafki, they're not exchanged. So Masir Shem Gamliel is going on the Reisha. Elalava Reisha. And the Reisha says, Zahav harehu kekelem. Gold is like kelem. Which presumably means like this. Gold is like vessels. What kind of kelem? My kelem. Kelem shel kesef. Gold has the status of kelem of silver, that they depreciate. And you, and you only pay 80%. And Roshim Gamliel says, No. They're like gold. If... In other words, the Tanakhama says they're like Kalim. What kind of Kalim? Kalim shall Kasev. No, Rav Shem Gamliel says they're like Dinarim of Zahav in a place where they're noyeg not to exchange it. So it's just worth their value and you don't pay uh, 80%. So this basically we're back to the question. Question is Rabbi Yochanan says that Zahav that if you bring gold into a marriage, then there's no depreciation, and therefore you are responsible for their value. And here we're, we see the Tanakama holds that it's not like its value. There is depreciation. So there are two questions. Question number one is, Harehu kekelem. Kalem implies kalem of kesef, that there's depreciation. And number two, the brisa is muchach, that gold uh, has some depreciation. Says Gemara, Really it's going on the sefer, it's going on gold, we say, is like kesef, is like money, and you add a third. I, what's Rishim Gamliel saying? No, it's only like its value, says the Gemara. Really, it's going on the seifa. And it's talking about gold that you would exchange for money, but only with great difficulty. This is the Machlekes. Mar Savar, one opinion holds, Kivan Denafki. One opinion holds that since you spend it, you. One opinion holds since you spend it, um, so therefore it goes up in value and you have to add a third. Umar Savar, and the other opinion holds, since it's not exchanged for money, so we're saying like this. Really, gold has no depreciation. And the way you read the Brisa is we're saying that gold has a status of money, and you add a third. And it's talking about gold that 
you might not so easily be able to exchange it for cash, but you would. That's why the Tanakhama says you add a third. And Rishon Gamliel says, well, if you can only get uh, cash for it, then you only pay its value. Yes. A third is 50%. How? That's, that's how Rashi, Rashi calls it a third. Why is it a third? Because after you give the 50%, it's now a third of its total value. So Rashi refers to the 50, Rashi calls the 50% a third. It's basically what we call a third from the outside. Shlish yeah? It's the same thing, okay? But Rashi calls it a third. Um, a third from the top, right? Yeah. So, okay. Vibay Sema. And if you want, you could answer. Kula Rav Shem Gamliel. Really, it's all Rav Shem Gamliel. And the way you read the Bryce is like this. It's missing. This is what it means to say. Zahav Harehu Kekelem. Gold is like Kalem. What does that mean? Gold is like Kalem? Gold is like silver. And they and it depreciates. Dinare Zahav coins, Harehin Kiksafim, are like cash. What is this talking about in a place where the minag is to exchange it? Where it's customary to exchange it for money. In a place where you can't get money, you evaluate it, and they are what it's worth. Because would say, in a place where the minog is, not to exchange them, we evaluate them, and they are as they're valued. Okay, so the bottom line is, we're saying Rabbi Yochanan is good. Rabbi Yochanan started off by saying, Zahav, gold is evaluated, and there's no depreciation, Harehu Kashavyav. Either Bryce implies that it is like Kalim, I, there's a brisa that says, Hazav harehu kekelem. Isn't that like kelem of kesef? No, kelem of zahav. I, it should say, harehu kekelev. And we never answered that first question. We never came back and answered the first question, that if that first brisa, when it says, zahav harehu kekelem, means like golden kelem, then it should say kekelev. Says Gemara, we come akum kekelav mi boilei. Kasha, it's difficult. Or yiboisema hachmayaskinan bedahava pricha. We're not talking here about when Rabbi Yochanan said it's as it's valued. It's talking about gold kelim. When Rabbi Yochanan said gold, we evaluate it. And it's like it's worth, that's talking about regular gold. But when we say hazahav, harehu kakelem, that's talking about something else entirely. What is that talking about? The dahava pricha. What's dahava pricha? 
we're talking about pieces of gold. And pieces of gold, they depreciate. When Rabbi Yochanan said, if you bring gold into a marriage, it's as it's valued, that's talking about big chunks of gold. Big chunks of gold do not depreciate. Big chunks of gold retain their exact value. Small pieces of gold, they depreciate. That's what the Brisa means, Tarehu Kekelem. Rav Ashi Amar Or Rav Ashi says, he's talking about gold dust, which depreciate. Okay. Amar Rav Yaneh, Rav said, B'somim shal Antuchya. The spices of Antuchya. You know, in the ancient world, the most valuable commodity were spices. You know, we can't imagine such things. But in the trade routes, the most valuable commodity were spices. You know, the concept of like a silver havdala, a silver besomim holder. If you think about it, why are you putting cloves that cost 30 cents into a silver, you know, container that costs $200? We say, why? Chibov mitzvah. Now, it comes from the ancient world. That was... Those cloves that now cost 30 cents used to cost $3 million. And they would store it in very valuable vessels. So the spices of Antuchia Harein Kiksafim, if that's brought into a marriage, it's like cash. It's like flu- literally fluid cash. And you have to add a third or 50%. Saudi Arabian camels. Isha Goiva Parnamehem. A, a, a woman could collect a profit of a third. What does that mean? That's also like cash. It's like cash. You want to have Arabian camels. I have a few in my garage. It's a very valuable commodity. You know, spi- my spice my spice collection is uh, I didn't do that well with, but my Arabian camels are really you know, that's what I'm banking on. Arabian. No, I'm just. Um, by the way, I'm just joking. But um, Arabian camels are, are like liquid cash. Amar a puppy. Hani tusvi de These garments of bay mechsi, isha gover parnamehem. Here parna means something else. Here a woman banks on it for her ksuba. A woman collects her ksuba from it, which means um, she sort of relies on it. Let's say a woman wants to collect her ksuba from the assets of Yusoyimim. So normally we say she doesn't collect from metaltalin, only karka is meshubit for a chayv. But this, this type of clothing is so liquid that a woman could collect her ksuba from it. Amar Rav Rav said, At first I said, Hani Arniki Demchuza. This No, I'm sorry. Here, here the word Parna Lachar means she is like a liquid cash, yeah, and she and he would have to add a third to it. 
So in other words, the Arabian camels, uh, it's like liquid cash. The garments of Bein Mich- um, the Bein Michsi, it's like liquid cash. Now, Vamra Papi, Hani Saki, Derudaya, the sacks of roads, the Ashli de Mekunchi, and what's Ashli de Mekun de Kimchunya? Saki Derudaya are the sacks of roads. What's Ashli de Kimchunya? The what? Ropes of the area Kamachunya? R-O-T-E-S, What's, okay, good, thank you. What's the Kamachunya? That's the location. Isha Gaiva Parnamehem. So that also is like liquid cash. Amarava, Meresh, at first, Havamina, Hani Arnaki, the Mechuza, these money belts, these money pouches, a Mechuza, Isha Gaiva Parnamehem. A woman relies on it for her Ksuba. My Taima, Asmachtayu alayu. She's reliant on it. Kivan the chazoi. But when I saw the shakiluhu that women would take it, the nafki, and they would the shakli v'nafki, they would take it and go out. But when they would find lands, vini behu, they would buy the land. So we see that a woman was more reliant on land than on these wallets. Amina, I said, asmachtayu aarahu. Um. She's more reliant on land than she is on these pouches. Okay, let's see the Mishnah. Hamasi is bitoi, someone who marries off his daughter, Stam, without specifying. He should not give her less than 50 zuz for her clothing. Because, you know, every father wants his uh, daughter to be more desirable. So he writes, if he's going to marry her off, he has to give her a minimal of, minimum of 50 zuz. Pasak lachnisa aruma. Let's say the the father's made up. He's going to marry her off without any clothing, and he's not he's not obligating himself to supply her with clothing. Lo yomer habal. The husband should not say kisha achnisi When she comes into my house, then I'll provide her with clothing. No, he knows the father stipulated that he's not going to be supporting his daughter. Ela mechasa. He has to cover her even while she's in her father's house. Likewise, if somebody marries a off a orphan girl, we should not give her less than fifty zuz. because if there is in the public funds, we support her according to her honor. Says said. Chamishim zuzi pshiti. The fifty zuz that we're talking about are what is known as provincial zuz, as opposed to the zuz of Tyre, which is worth eight times as much. The provincial zuz was like uh, one part silver, seven part other metals. The the tire, the uh, zuz of Tyre was all eight parts. Was silver. How do we know that we're talking about what is known as Medina, provincial silver? Mimai, midik tani sefer, from the fact that the sefer says, Miesh bekis, mefarnis inaisel if there is in the fund, we give her in accordance with her honor. 
So that means if there isn't in the fund, we give her 50 zuz. That 50 zuz must be provincial. Varmina and my kiss, what's, what's the fund? Amar Rechava, Rechava said, Arniki Shel it's the public community fund of charity. Visak Daitin Chamishim Zuzi Mamish, if you think that what it means is 50 zuz mamish from Tyre, Im Yesh Bekis, if there is in the fund, Kama Yavinola. How much would you be giving her? So in other words, if you start off giving her uh, 50 zuz of tire, which is extreme in a, in a, a very large amount, then what do you do? You, you give her a billion dollars? So obviously, the starting point is not 50 zuz of tire, but 50 provincial zuz. Let's say, an orphan boy and an orphan girl comes to be supported from communal funds, and you only have enough for one. You support the Yusayma. And then you support the Yasayma. Why? Because a man, it's his nature to uh, go around collecting. So therefore... Uh, it's not the end of the world if we don't support him. He knows how to fend for himself. It's not the derch of a woman to go around collecting. Okay, Rabbi Sai, we're going to hold it over here. And we'll see Amad Bey's tomorrow, B'Siyata Deshmaya. Cult of everyone. Have a great night. Good night, good night. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.